Hey everybody, welcome to the Son of Sam Chronicles. This is part two of the reimagining of the Jimmy Breslin letter. Thank you. If the 22 disciples of hell isn't maybe a car reference to, and there was an article placed in the newspaper back in the 60s um, implying that they were they were running an illegal gambling service through um, their answering service. I, I don't know the specific specifics of it. Again, again these are just in allegations. Article, in the article, it says they have yeah. twenty two employees. That's that's like the most important. Oh, thing. oh okay. That's, so that's, I don't that's know if somebody. I mean. Uh, Again, and these are just these. We're not implicating. We're just no, yeah. Put, I mean, you know, I, putting these clues together. I mean, he, could have, he could have gone to obviously. He could have gone to the library if he had it in for the cars, and yeah. pulled you know, pulled whatever on them and said, "Oh, they have twenty-two employees." But then you know, Maury Terry also said, you know, there were twenty-two people that were suspects that he put a list together, a working list together, meaning right. that's not that they were necessarily involved but that he was working on them um this is is it also a reference to the children yes you know, I, think and, that and, is, and, I think that is correct yeah and you know there's been some debate on if that existed or not but uh again we're, we're seeing numerology and occult symbolism all over this and again it's it to me you just have to, you know, if there was no, if there was no cult involved, why would there be these symbols? Yeah. And I mean, one of the, one of the basic tenets of witchcraft and the occult is they really, they really glom on to tarot, the tarot system. And I mean, there's tarot imagery all through this, this section. I mean, Wicked King Wicker, um, the king card is number four and the tarot deck. Right. And then you have four different nicknames. Um, right. Four all together here. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, arguably, I mean, everybody's still debating on who Wicked King Wicker is, but um, arguably, historically, there have been women kings as well. So and if it's related to tying in like the cult of Dionysus, it's a cult that's historically kind of run by women. Or you know the nymphs or Dionysus's nurses, and women could be kings in that. Yeah, there. I mean, I'm not going to rule out queens. that Wicked King Wicker couldn't be a woman. Um, and then, and if is it the Wicker Man? Wasn't that about a woman's cult? I know that Wicker. Well, that that was a the, the, right. The the Wicker Man was a early '70s film with Christopher Lee in it. Okay, uh, that. A guy ends up on, I want to say it's like the Isle of Man or something off of England. And there's a pagan, there's a pagan cult there that, that once a year, I think it's for the summer solstice or one of the, one of the solstices, maybe the spring, uh, they sacrifice a, a, a person and they, they burn them in a gigantic wicker basket. No, wicker shaped person. It's it's a wicker man. Yeah, like wicker man. That's, that's like right. that's like three stories high. Yeah. Okay. And you're actually put into this thing, and then they set it on fire. And I and I do I do know at least anecdotally that when this letter was provided to law enforcement, um, that a lot of 
the people involved in the case immediately ran to go see the Wicker Man. Um, it was only a couple of years old. I think that movie kind of maybe came out in 72, 73. So it was fairly. That has, that has something to do with female cults and that too. Yes. 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 Really? I believe that they, they, sometimes they sacrifice the virgin. Yeah. Huh. Uh, there, there's I'm a trying new... to remember the details of the movie. I've seen it before. There, uh, there was, there was a yeah, new I mean, version. If, if anybody wants version. to, can I Sorry. talk for a second? Yep. Okay, yeah. if anybody wants to say no, there haven't been female kings in history, they're wrong. I'm going to tell them, okay, refer to a book on female kings from 1300 to 1800 by Monter. It's spelled M-O-N-T-E-R. There have historically been female kings. Okay. Uh, yeah. That's, and also, that and also the, there, there's a newer version of The Wicker Man. Nick Cage was in it. Yeah. And, and that is, a, he ends up on an island uh, or at least in some area where it's a it's a totally female cult, um, and uh, and I think he's trying to save an ex girlfriend from it. And yeah, she ends up seducing him, and and they end up burning him in the uh, wicker on the. Yeah, it's, I think it's pretty much the same in the first one. Yeah, I never saw the first one. Beyond no, it's yeah, the Nick Cage one. Yeah, I, I saw both. I think I saw. I think I saw the Nick Cage. I know I definitely saw the first one, but. Now it goes, says John Wheaties, rapist and suffocator of young girls. Do you think, Christina, that 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 is a like a like a like a I'm trying to think of the word. If if you think somebody's a rapist and suffocator of young girls, that's a, that's a strong term to use. Is he warning people about this, John Wheaties, in the letter? Um, I mean, it sounds like it. I mean. I don't know. I kind of have I'm, I'm kind of having a rough time with John Wheaties fitting it in with the others because you keep seeing tarot imagery. The only tarot imagery I can really tie this into is maybe the fool tarot card because he is a god of grain or wheat. So, I mean, I guess that would it, you could get it to fit in that way. But um, the thing that I notice most in this sentence and is rapist and suff, which suff is on a different line, S-U-F-F. Yeah. Um, like the meaning of the words, there is a meaning to the word, and suff means a body of water, and there's water imagery throughout the letters. Right, and right, especially in the last one, the Borelli one, right. Yeah, and it's it's placed on a different line, and then you look at hell above it, so you have fire over water. And ah. there's fire over water um, imagery in the Bible, and it's it's a symbol for the apocalypse, and it's also seen in like the um, I Ching with um, fire over lake. It it's, is it's a fairly common apocalyptic um, vision, and it, it it's almost it almost makes you think of like a boat on fire right. or war. Um, did it self did it self come up in the Borelli letter as a misspell? Um, there were like like program two. Um, he he instead of writing T O he wrote T O O where it could be um, yeah interpreted two different ways depending on how you read it on the first line or if you were to bleed it into the second line. Yeah, I mean another interesting thing about the John Weedy's rapist and suffocator of young girls is I think. One of the guys that John was friendly with in uh, North Dakota mentions that John hung out 
and, you know, took the companionship of much younger women while in North Dakota. Yeah. That's a really hard, that's a really hard thing for me to get over. um, Considering that person and David Berkowitz are kind of saying the same thing. David Berkowitz being a little bit more, uh, uh, if he's the writer of this, um, he's being a little bit more uh, salacious, I guess. Uh Um, A little bit more X-rated. Do you you Uh, think maybe, Chris, that um, Chris Jr., that um, by saying John Wheaties, and he puts an an apostrophe there, too. It's interesting, that little apostrophe after the S. Yeah. Rapist and suffocator of young girls. You could also say that who's ever writing this might be disgusted by that. Yeah. Right? Like there's kind of a tone to that that's like, oh, or maybe it's just you can't help interjecting that. But is it possible? You bring up a kind of a good point with the I didn't think about that before. The apostrophe afterwards that implies a plural, which would mean that there's it would like there's more than one. But he also has an a is 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 a quote because yeah, that's a quote. It, it it says John. Okay, so he puts it up. He puts if if we look at the sentence from the beginning, right? It says a quotation mark John apostrophe Wheaties apostrophe or is that a like a one a one stroke quote? Is that is that gra- grammar? You know, is that correct with grammar? I know. Is that such a thing? Yeah, I, I, I think I think Christina, I you would notice you have the degrees. Yeah, Christina <laughs> would notice, not me. No, but. I mean that, that could be a grammatical mistake. I mean, it, it, he could have meant to do. Um, he's trying to highlight Wheaties and 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 messed up on the end. But then, I mean, if you look at it, Wheaties is a plural, um, and then you would use that on the end. So that is kind of it is kind of confusing. And he and he actually doesn't close the quote. No, he doesn't close the quote. I did notice that. Yeah, yeah. Interesting. Could just be grammatical, or there could be something there. I don't. I don't. I know. think there's probably more there because this letter has been written so well that I don't think a mistake would be making would be made. Right. It was so edited and perfect that they weren't going to let anything go for no reason. Right. Okay. So then it says. P.S. J.B. again being informal. Please inform all the detectives working the slayings to remain. What does he mean by that? I mean, I think he's just telling them to remain on the case. But at the same time, if you look between slayings and remain, there is it looks like a triangle or maybe a mound. So there seems to be yeah. um, a play with symbolism with the mound next to slings because mounds are associated with death. And it's like not a, like the, a grave? It's not, the, it's not the only death image that's in the letter uh, with symbolism because if you look back at the envelope and you look at New York, um, he's put a dot in the middle of the O in New York. And that's an that's an Egyptian symbol for things. Where is that? Um, the envelope. You go to all oh. the way to the beginning of the Breslin letter. The envelope. New York. He puts a dot envelope. in the O. Yeah, I see that. Yeah, that's a death symbol. It's it's a symbol for the sun. It's a symbol for theta, but it's also a it's also a death symbol. And I'm I'm sorry, David Berkowitz would not have known that. 
Yes, that's right. That's a very deep occult that's a, reference. That's something that an anthropologist or a linguist would know. Not many, not many people um, are familiar with symbols, let alone that kind of symbol. And and again, right. and just repeat it again for me. What is the symbol of the dot? It's a symbol. It's a Egyptian. It's an Egyptian symbol for the sun or death. Okay, and. Now, the, the last chapter here, last uh, paragraph says, JB, please inform all the detectives working the case that I wish them the best of luck. Keep them digging. Drive on. Think positive. Get off your butts. Knock on coffins, etc. Mm -hmm. All right. And he, you know, he's he puts the keep them digging, drive on, think positive, get off your butts, knock on coffins etc in quotes like yeah. somebody's saying that yeah I, I i think maury terry got this one right i think yeah. he was given directions mm. well the knock on coffins is what the reference to pine yes that was that was thought of yeah yeah no yeah more maury lays that out pretty pine well Street. and I, I i i tend to agree with maury on that i do um, too wow like, like if you look at digging, you see dog imagery for one, and you think, okay, where have I seen dog imagery before? Well, I've seen it in the first letter whenever he's talking about his house. And then you think of digs, which is British for house. So keep them digging, and then you turn around me, me, the EM to me, and the peak, uh, or keep the peak. So it, it basically kind of reads as see me at home. And then drive on. You can flip around, drive to north. Think positive. That looks direct. That looks like directions because when you yep. think positive, you think of a plus sign. So positive would either be going up north or you would be going right, which would be west. Well, I would choose north because pre on the previous. It says drive on, which implies north. It just keeps looking like directions. Yeah. And then it says get off your butt, which you think, okay, well, get off on what streets? And Maury Terry concluded that it was what Ashburton? Uh yeah, butts met Ashburton. And then you and would then be, knock on coffins would, would be pine. pine. Would be pine. Yeah. And then et cetera is is like another directional symbol because the, sim uh, the symbol for et cetera is X. Right. So you keep seeing X's pop. You keep seeing X's or plus signs pop up. Right. Um, right. And I mean, also, like there's a Zodiac postcard that it says peek through the pines. And Jack Myers um, worked through that based on how Maury Terry figured this out with directions. And he says that he thinks that it takes you out to Mount Rose. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Um, I mean, it's interesting that pines popped up in a zodiac letter, and pines is also um, in this. Yeah, that is and an interesting they're both coincidence. Directions. They're both what? And and the, and they both seem to be directions. Directions. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. But also, you know, it, it it seems like he's laying out getting captured. Yeah. Getting yeah. caught. Okay. Because the next the next paragraph says upon my capture i promise to buy all the guys working on the case a new pair of shoes if i can get up the money now 
you're going from a, a paragraph of saying, you know, keep keep plugging along. You're going to get me. OK. And then he, he goes into upon my capture. So he thinks whoever wrote this. That by giving this these clues, they're going to they're going to break the case. They're going to solve. You know, they're going to get the person. Yeah, right. He, he's 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 playing with them and taunting them. It yeah. is taunting, right? I mean, there's a there's also like a. It's like playing cat and mouse. He's like like he's basically saying, ad- you're not you're not smart enough to catch me, and he's he's riddling it out. There's a tone of arrogance here too. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Uh, you know, I'll buy you a new pair of shoes if I can get up the money. Like this, like he's kind of saying. Like, like, like being just sarcastic about it, like a wise ass, right? Well, yeah. and it comes across to me like another beat reference because the guys that are walking around and wearing out their shoes are beat cops, right? So, well, also, you also detectives. I mean, you know, detectives years ago in old movies used to be called gumshoes, yeah, right? Mm-hmm. So, so they, you know, they were known cops. I think the beat cop reference you're thinking of, Christina, was a flat foot. Was called a yeah, flat foot. Yeah. All right. Uh-huh. So to me, it seems more like he's he's talking about the detectives, okay, that they would wear out their shoes, you know, walking around. He did around. keep his promise because they did so much overtime. They all got a brand new pair of shoes and promotions. <laughs> and I, promotions. Have, I have a question. Um, was was it widely known that thirty eights were the um, main choice of law enforcement? As, as far I as think so. Yeah, I think, I think so. I mean, is, is it, okay, so, I mean, anyone could have known that, or or would that have been another reason why they thought that there was at least some law enforcement involvement um, in these murders? Uh, it's just something that popped into my head that I, I need. Well, to I, I think that they also, you know, like in the Donna Loria shooting, um, you know, the witnesses said that he, that, you know, the shooter – and this, we, we know it was Berkowitz. He did admit to this. You know, he got down in a crouching position, almost a military style yep. or law enforcement style. And I think that they, they they were thinking it could have been somebody in law enforcement. Right. Also, the Esau Suriani uh, murder, that one happened really late at night, I believe. And I think the cops were in the area and that murder took place right around the time the shift change was, which would shown either knowledge of how they operated mm. in that area or um, yeah that's possible or they had a you know a high level or a high enough level walkie-talkie um to, to at least get on the uh, get on the uh that's the, interesting you know. yeah well that's like the placido lupo um crime scene too because they actually had police sitting outside the elephant bar which i think is curious because they thought he was going to strike their next and I question why they wondered why he was going to strike there next. Um, I don't know if they. I don't know if they had police right outside the disco. I think they supposedly did, according yeah. to Klausner's book. Klausner's book. Right. They got. They thought nothing was going to happen, and they up and left. And then the shooting happened like 15 minutes later. Wow. Yeah. Wow. I, you know the, the the upon my capture piece, Mike. You brought up a really good point. It's almost like he's kind of come to terms or the writers come to terms that someone's getting caught and they're getting caught soon. Right. Um, It's almost imminent. I I always believe that the reason why those Sam Carr 
uh, and Kassara letters were written back and forth, had something to do with David wanting to be taken off the street because he had enough of, of, of doing what he was doing. Um, Yeah. I mean, let's play devil's let's play devil's advocate for a second and say that David did write this letter. Um, It seems, it seems that this letter could be, you know, a pretty, a pretty stern indictment of the cars, at least, at least from a, a personal standpoint, um, a person, there was obviously animosity there. Um, you know, maybe, maybe the, the, the letters going back and forth between the Casaras and the cars, plus this letter, he felt if he did write it, he felt that th- this would ultimately put the nail in the coffin, so to speak, as far as him getting taken off the street and not having to, not having to, you know, commit these crimes anymore. Well, uh, another another element of what you're talking about is the very last, the last shooting in Brooklyn. Okay, right. um, you had a guy that was very, very careful. Okay, meaning Berkowitz, very, very careful, but yet he decides to park at a, a hydrant. It's crazy. I mean, it seems like you know you took every precaution in the world. You, you know, he may have been a lookout. Okay, at that at that shooting. Okay, uh, there, there's some evidence of that. Okay, he said he was there. He said he didn't do didn't pull the trigger, but regardless of whether he did that shooting or not, he parked at a fucking hydrant on a street that was known for you know cops coming down two three times a night. People triple parked because there's nowhere to park over there. It's still the same over there. There's nowhere to park. And people on Saturday nights in the summertime double it up, triple it up, and you just hang out in your car all night. And why would he be that careless knowing he could get a ticket? You got to wonder, did he he want to get I think he parked there on purpose and got the ticket there. I think he got the ticket on purpose, but that's my personal opinion. No, I I, kind of feel what, what Chris is saying. Yeah, I mean, there's evidence of him wanting to get caught to get out of what he was in. And I mean, if the objective is to create chaos, which they were wanting, what more mm-hmm. chaos can you create than having him park two two blocks away from the crime scene, getting a ticket, having a witness see him, but then yeah. having having people see somebody else that looks similar to him at the crime scene? Yeah, which, you know, it, all it does is is it creates confusion, and I mean, like. In the previous podcast, I'd reference, you know, the CIA manual. One of the things that they notoriously do is they will find people that look alike or similar to each other and then dress them similar to each other in order to disorient people. Well, the person that they saw at the crime at the the Moskowitz crime scene was dressed similar to him, but like the sleeves were different. Like, I think the sleeves were rolled up. There was a wig in that one too, right? There yeah. was a wig. I, well, right. It, Somebody saw you yeah. know a, a man wearing a, a lousy wig. You know, very right. cheap. Yeah, wig. and I think law enforcement. I mean, there's there's one sketch, and then there's there's another one where they said that he that David Berkowitz might have poured water over his over his hair to to make mm-hmm. it stringier. But the guy also had like a five o'clock shadow, and I'm sorry. David Berkowitz didn't grow a beard that fast. 
Mike, well, that's why so yeah, we I mean, went yeah, to that I'm site. That's, yeah, I mean, yeah, that? I, yeah, I, I, I mean, and Zeno, I think, said yeah. something to the effect that he, there's no way that he could have either put that much weight on in the short, short amount of time since, since the murder. Um, you know, a lot of people point to the Zeno interview back from '79 or '80, where yeah. he says he saw David Berkowitz, but he describes someone entirely different. Yeah, different hat. Right, and. You know, I, I think there was a wig. I I don't think David Berkowitz was wearing it. Um, I, I, the evidence of that is the fact that David Berkowitz basically left everything behind he could have for the cops to more or less indict him and only him for that for these murders. But there's no wig that comes up in the in the in the in the evidence, and I just find that interesting. Well, the, actually, Christina, you just brought up something really interesting and popped in my head here. When you're talking about the CIA and, and, and having different people look similar. Uh-huh. Okay. You know, that really, that really describes that last shooting in a way. Okay. Also because you- the boss, Boscarician shooting. I'm, I'm thinking it was Boscarician where there was somebody that was seen two blocks before and she was right, but they don't know that that one that one I don't think applies because you had you had the the person that could have been a male or female of a teenager with his with a ski cap. No, and then you had somebody talking, that looks like Berkowitz. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking oh. about how she saw one Amy Johnson saw one person yes. two blocks away, and then she saw the another person oh, ahead of her you. that looked exactly like the same person, and she's like. He couldn't have gotten up there that fast. So quick. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And we did that. We just did a show on that. So, like, I, that's fresh in my mind. Yeah. That was the yeah. Voskarichian. Right. Yeah. Right. But right. Also, but also that Brooklyn shooting, like, the way they explained it, there's no way he could have got from the time he got the ticket to the time that shooting happened. There's no way he could have run all those blocks. Moritary time that. Okay. And, and the time frame that's given between getting the ticket and the shooting. Is no way. He, I mean, he was a chubby guy. He wasn't going to get over there in two minutes. You right. Know? Yeah, that's the other thing that, that that you know, there's a bunch of stuff there that that mm-hmm. that you know that got very confused and people were seeing different people. But I guess I guess uh, I guess um whatever he he left the evidence. He left stuff there. And I, will, I, will argue, I will argue that if you get the right, uh, and I say this because I have a undergraduate in psychology you get the right amount of, of adrenaline running from you you'd be su- running through you could be surprised how fast you can run but that being said i still don't think it was him yeah yeah i, I don't know man i you know people <laughs> top speeds don't change very much yeah <laughs> I, mean, no, I mean if you get adrenaline I, I you, but... strength i don't and know i just speed. i just don't think david berkowitz would be stupid enough to get a ticket in front of a hydrants and then and then be have a witness see him and then run over to a crime scene and pop somebody and i mean nothing about the crime scene makes sense including the chasing of the vw fastback that was held back right yeah right. i mean the, the voskarichian case and the moskowitz case are the two best cases where we can say I think beyond a reasonable doubt that there was there was there was more, more than one person at the scene involved. at that time. Yeah, and you know I, there there there's a I, I want to I don't want to use a terrible term. There's someone there was someone out there that opined that I think Berkowitz cut through the corridor of the building to get through to the park 
and that's how he did it. You know, that would that would that could make sense if David Berkowitz lived in the neighborhood, understood that neighborhood, knew entrances and exits very well, and I just don't. I just and if don't he could even it. get in at, at two o'clock in the morning. In, but you know what? He could have cased the pace. He could have cased the pace before, and they, they knew they had a, a route. Right. Well, he had he had lit fire supposedly in the area. I was just going to say that, Christina. That, you know, with the fire, the fire records, there yeah. was a fire set like a block from there, two blocks yeah, from right. there. I think a little was, bit before. Like, it was like on July fourth or July fifth. Yeah, a couple weeks during, earlier. It was, it was during the blackout, curiously yeah. enough, and I'm like, okay, how was how was he keeping his fire journals with no lights? Well, you have a flashlight. Maybe, yeah, I guess maybe flashlight or a but, candle. Yeah, but I mean, don't you think that a don't you think that a fire would be really common during a blackout? Like there was, of course, yeah. during that blackout, the, yeah, the I mean, Bronx would, burned down. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, it's I mean, Brooklyn I don't, and the Bronx burned. Arguably, okay, arguably, you want to say that he cased the area out during a blackout. Yeah, well, no, that, just, no, I'm not saying been a that. I'm not saying that at all. I don't think he cased anything out. I don't think. Well, no, I, I mean, don't think he ran through I mean, the corridor. That if somebody's, if I mean, you said that somebody had said that he entered through someplace. There's, there's, there's attached, there's attached houses right there, like apartment okay. buildings, a long apartment building, brick building, uh-huh. and then there's a courtyard between. Oh, the building. Where the next one starts, and that's the way he went to get that. But which, means some people, have, which means he would have needed to have cased it. And if he cased it during the blackout, I don't see how he, that would have been possible. It, I, I think if the, the only ever, the thing with the blackout might have just been a coincidence that there was a blackout when he was there casing it out. Right? That's right, too. I mean, you know, a lot of people were somewhere when that happened. Okay. You know, so, and, and and it could have just been all right. And now there's a blackout. I don't think he would have gone out during a blackout. He went, he went out during the blackout, according to um, the time in his journals, because the blackout started about nine o'clock at night. And according True. to the time that he logged the journals, it was like around 11 o'clock or midnight. So, yeah, he would have been he he drove out during a blackout. Oh, so you think he drove from Pine Street to Brooklyn? That must have been dangerous. There's no traffic lights. You would, you would think so. Um, I mean, I guess that could raise the point that maybe he was listening to a scanner from his apartment um, r- related to fires and documenting it. But I don't know how much that I could be. That. I, you'd almost have to compare the miles on his vehicle to see how much he was driving the car. Why, um, why, case, why case the place out if he ultimately wanted to get caught? I mean, I don't know. I, I, I mean, it just I mean, seems like it sounds like a little. It sounds like a lot of work. If, if he's gonna case it out, then he's gonna park in front of a fire hydrant purposely to get caught, then do a shooting. And well, maybe, home. maybe you know, we don't know when these things were planned. You know, he we, he did say that he 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 wanted he tried to call it off because of the ticket. Because of the, I have yes. heard that. Yes, I have heard that. Yeah. So I, I mean, I look. You know, unfortunately. Well, that would be, now that brings up a good point. Let me let me throw this out there, Chris. Okay, is if 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 he didn't write these letters, okay, if it wasn't his 
term wasn't his words. Maybe he wrote them physically, but if you know, as far as as far as thinking up the words, th this particular letter as we've gone through it, there's like there's a cat and mouse thing going on here. Okay, oh, yeah. he's you know he's taunting Breslin, he's taunting the police. Okay, there's an arrogance here. It seems like there's a willingness almost to to go ahead catch me. Okay, but maybe well, Berkowitz, maybe Berkowitz himself didn't want to get caught. Maybe think about it because he, if he didn't write these letters, and and it wasn't his words, it doesn't matter what's said here. Okay, so you have you have you have Berkowitz at that last shooting. Maybe at that moment he wanted to get caught, or he realized this was a way to get caught. Okay. Yeah. Or he could have said to himself with no intention, like he never had an intention of wanting to get caught. And that's why he wanted to, to, uh, to end the, the episode before it happened. Right. Okay. Because I, I just got a ticket. So, you know, maybe we're going down the road, a wrong road here by saying he wanted to get caught. That might not I, I be think, true. I think, I think he did want, I think he was yeah. putting down closure. I think it was closure. He put that closure. thing when I, you guys capture me. Yeah. But what you're thinking, what you're saying is, what you're saying, Rob. Killed by the cops. Yeah. He's getting killed by the cops, and then he goes back with the PS that if you guys catch me, I'm gonna buy you. It's almost like he put a little closure that he say that he will finally get caught, but he's still gonna be a menace. But he's put a little closure that he wants to get caught. Right. Or maybe he's just trying to incentivize him by buying him shoes. Right. Yeah. What, I'm, what I'm saying, guys, and maybe I'm not being clear, is that I, I think that you can get wrapped up in the idea that he wrote this letter. Okay, right. maybe he didn't write this letter. Okay, and then you have that now you got two different now you got two different people. Well, if he didn't write it, who did? And that's that person's view. Get it? What I'm saying? Yes. Yeah. Okay. You get what I'm saying, Christina? Yeah, I think I think it was a team job. Oh, absolutely. No, yes. that, there's no doubt of that. There's no doubt. Definitely uh, a team job. Uh, you know, it's, it, it's, 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 I, I wasn't, I wasn't as torn prior to the show as I am now on some of the elements of this. Um, unfortunately I had to get my computer uh, fixed and I don't have any of my notes on, on this machine. Uh, but there's some things I want to go back and look into after after doing this after doing this uh, show because some things are I feel like are adding up, but I'm not exactly sure if mm. if my if my memory is is as correct as I think it is right now. So you know, okay. I, I, what I want to get into right here, and I guess this will be the final part of the show, yeah. uh, is. The, the the closing of this letter, he just says, son of Sam, and then the symbol. Mm -hmm. uh, prior to this letter, there was no son of Sam. Okay. There was just a 44 caliber killer. Am I correct? Right? Yep. Okay. So, so now he's referred to as the son of Sam. And you have this, this symbol. What What is this symbol, Christina? Um, I mean, the way I look at it, okay, you have Aphrodite and Mars, you have Aphrodite to the West, um, which, oh, I'm sorry, not the West, you have her to the East, oh, I'm, I'm getting confused now, 
um, because I know that the symbols reversed at one point. So you have a Christ symbol on the top. It looks like a, a Satan symbol on the bottom. Yeah, you have, you have Mars. You have Mars to the right, which is to the west. You have Aphrodite to the left, which is which is east. They all have numerical values. So if you look at Mars, um, I'm thinking that's the equivalent numerically to nine. Mar Mars is the symbol with the arrow sticking out, not going Mars down. Is the symbol what's going down. Going down. Okay, and that's yeah. in the in, in what I'm looking at here. It's in the east. Is that you're saying it's in the west? Is it reversed for you or? Um, there was a one point that the symbol was reversed, and it's the, it's the last letter that was picked up. I think it was either in his billfold or his car whenever he was arrested, and he got the symbol backwards. Okay, well, in this in this one in this one, it's it's what I'm looking at is it, it, the the Mars symbol is in the east, the okay. Aphrodite symbol, yeah. which is the arrow sticking out of the circle, uh, is in is in the west. The, the the symbol for Satan in the south is an S? That I mean, that looks like an S. It looks like it would be Satan to me because you're looking at opposite. Or a serpent. You look, it could be a serpent. I mean, that's also mm. a symbol for Satan too. But you're looking at binary opposites where you have love, hates, which is, or war and love, which are right. Aphrodite and Mars. Right. Um, one has a co comparable numerology symbol for nine. The other one has a numerology symbols for six. So you have 69s going back and forth that way. Yep. Right. Then you look at the top of the symbol, which looks like a cross or cr it would be a symbol for Christ. Yeah. Um, chi or Chi um, in the Greek alphabet is associated with the number 600. So 600, you get six plus zero plus zero is six. So and then also you have, the, six, you have another six popping up and you're like, okay, yeah. well, is there going to be a nine on the bottom, like with opposites? And there mm. is, because if you look at the ninth tarot card, the hermit, that's also associated with Hades and Hades is associated with Satan. Or right. death. So you have right. 69 going that way. Um, you combine them both, and um, like in alchemy, they would be considered opposites. So they cancel each other out to zeros. So you have an X and a zero, and it um, it looks like um, Aleister Crowley squaring the circle. It looks like the zodiac sign. Um, it looks like, oh, I'm trying to think what other signs it looks like. Um, it's it's similar mathematically. You'd, you'd need to talk to Jack Myers more about this because he worked it out. They're all similar mathematically. Um, they equate to um, trigonometry for pi. Um, pi? That's for, for pi, yeah. And that's also a nickname for the process church. Ooh. Oh. Yeah. Right. And, and and this and this symbol is also was also uh, in part stolen from Eliphas Levy. Right, I was going to say that the Eliphas Levy symbol and, is very similar, right? Right, and it has you know the Burkhai on the Amazarach and yeah. all that other stuff, and and you can, you know. Yeah, I mean, does it, it was it was loosely designed on it, but it doesn't look it doesn't look like it. But no, yeah, it and, was loosely designed on it. Do you I'm think sure. Christina that David Berkowitz came up with this symbol himself? 
Uh, no. Okay. It's no, it's too, it's arc, it's too arcane and it's too esoteric. No, absolutely not. I mean, it took me a, it, I worked it out and I had to think about it really. I, I, I figured it out kind of quickly, but it took me several months of really sitting back and thinking about it afterwards and talking to Jack Myers about it before I put it together with his analysis of the zodiac sign and one of the symbols that Manson scribbled out at a crime scene that also works out in trigonometry to 4PI. Um, I, for one, I don't know, has, has David, did David Berkowitz ever take trigonometry? Maybe in high school, possibly. Um, I mean, he skipped out a lot in high school and I mean, he, he passed and I think his grades were well, okay. Back in, back in those was, days. I don't think he was decent at math. But you back in those days, trigonometry was an elective. Yeah. You think they were teaching trig at, 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 at uh, the, they, they were, but you didn't have to take it. So right. it, it, you I know, don't see David Berkowitz taking anything he does. He didn't have to take. The, That's my the opinion. Way, the way it used to be in, in, in school with the math back in, in his time, you would get like ninth grade might be algebra. Right. 10th grade would be geometry. And then you would get trig. All right. And, but, but at that point, I think trig was an elective. You didn't have to have math in high school in like 11th or 12th grade. You could just take something else. Okay. So, you know, did he take trig? I mean, you know, trig's a, trig's a pain in the ass. I never could pass it. Well, what would it, it be calculus in 11th grade? Calculus would be pre-cal would be pre-cal. like, if you wanted to keep going further, they never taught calculus in high school. Maybe they do now a little bit because they do college level courses, but I don't think back then calculus yeah. was a college thing back then. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. I'm pretty yeah, sure. I mean, pretty if, sure. You look, if you look at the symbol, like I said, it's pretty arcane and esoteric and you take the six and the nine and it turns into an alchemical zero, which is yeah. the equivalent for Dionysus as well. And there's a peer reviewed article written and some people can refer to it. Um, it's refer, it's a play. It's called Dionysus in 69. And the article is a reference to it. I think it's Dionysus in 69, imagining zero. Yep. So, I mean, it ties that imagery together where you where you see Aphrodite, you see Mars, and Dionysus is always the invisible god in Greek plays and Greek literature. So you wouldn't expect him to be up and out in your face. You would have to decrypt it and analyze something in order to see the Dionysus imagery. And it would make sense for him to be incorporated into it with the other ones if we keep seeing Greek references to Greek gods or Roman gods. Okay, so I've long seen the transgender symbolism and this symbol looking very similar. And this isn't an indictment of the transgender community in any shape or form, but I'm wondering if if there's something with the male and female in this and how that may pertain from a symbolic standpoint as far as um, well, the occult is concerned. I think that the devil is normally uh, um, portrayed as being androgynous. Okay. And he is in, he, remember the movie The Passion of the Christ? You couldn't tell if Satan was male or female. Yeah, the devil is typically portrayed as androgynous. I mean, you'll see that like in Goethe's Faust. Um, yes. And uh, Gnosticism has 
had been considered heretical by the Catholic Church and by some other members in Christianity. Right. And the, I mean, arguably, like the Greek gods and goddesses are kind of, I would say they're androgynous, not necessarily all of them are androgynous, but like their sexuality, I would say is androgynous. They tend to swing both ways. Yeah. I mean, and so did the Greek and early Roman cultures. I mean, yeah. Or I, I guess I should say that, you know, their um, sexuality is more fluid. Yeah. I, and I would say yeah. the same, I would say the same for, you know, uh, you know, Mesopotamia and, and Persia, uh, you know, way back when. I mean, there's references to it in the Bible as well. I mean, it's yeah, and then uh, you have what goes on in Afghanistan with you the, know, uh, bon yeah, Bonzi boys, Bonzi boys, and you know, yeah, there is like a fluid of that, like that's perfectly acceptable to, to right. Do. And then and, and Iran is 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 the leading is is the leading nation on sex change operations. Um, really? Yeah. Wow, they're a Muslim country. Well, think about it. They they you know, it, it, I guess it's worse to be a homosexual male um, than to be a, to, to change your sex in their culture, I guess. So I guess wow. what they do is they force, you know, homosexuals into sex change or sexual reassignment surgery. And I guess everything's kosher after that. I, I, I really don't know. That's that's an assumption. Wow. Um, Never I knew that. I haven't looked into it, but. Yeah, I always thought that, you know, it would be like a South American country like a Brazil or like a Colombia would be the leader in some in that type of surgery. But it's not. Iran actually is. That's interesting. That's wow. interesting. Okay, Another I thing I noticed here, uh, Christina, I noticed is, again, we got four symbols here. Number four, mm -hmm. you know. Yep. yep. So it's it's just this numero excuse me, numerology and and. Symbol. Yeah, and I mean, if you go back through like the beginning of the letter, if you look at the postmark on it, it was sent on May 31st. That yeah. Breaks um, that breaks down to four. Um, oh, shit. <laughs> there it goes again. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, and, 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 and look at the stamp. It's a 13 yeah. cent stamp. That I did notice that, and I thought well, that adds to four. Get a special stamp that stamps were thirteen cents at the time, so I was like, oh, I don't know, maybe I shouldn't count that. Um, Might be a coincidence. You have like blood and family, darkness and death, absolute depravity, forty-four caliber. That's that's four lines. Um, if you start rolling through the letter. And you count the different lines with like starting Jimmy, um, dear Jimmy Breslin. If you separate separate it out by how he separated that out, it separates out to thirteen. Yep. Um, and then Moskowitz and Violante were shot on the thirty first of July. Three plus one. Yeah, five. and I mean honestly, if I were law enforcement and I was looking at this, I would say, yeah, he's not gonna shoot again on the. Well, let, let, let's not also forget. Let's not also forget that a that a that a coven has to be the number thirteen. Um, yes. One plus three equals four. Um, there was someone uh, that had a license plate, vanity plate with a thirteen in it too. Not going to mention. It, was it the police officer that they thought might have been involved that had Greek? that had the Greek license plates? He he had he that I think that had to that was magic. But it was magic spelt with the K. Yeah. Um, and like the way and, the magical child is. is yeah. Written. That yeah. was that was that was one. But there was another one 
who also had 13 as a vanity plate. Um, but uh, I, I would just direct people to go look at uh, the People vs. David Berkowitz uh, website, um, and they'll find it if they go through uh, some of the um, information shared by Maury Terry to the Queens District Attorney's Office. Okay. All right. I think we covered everything with the, yeah. the Breslin letter today and, and whatever else we talked about. I think it was very thorough. I want to thank you, Christina, for your wonderful work. Okay, everybody. Uh, thank you for watching the Son of Sam Chronicles. It was another great episode. And special thanks to Christina. She's done some fantastic research uh, on the Borelli and Breslin letters. Um, we're going to be ending this show right now. Um, and stay tuned for some more information about some future shows. Thank you.